What's going on, guys? I want to thank TopNotchOdds.com, one of the best online sports books available. And I always talk about the importance of shopping around. You've got to have multiple websites to look at different prices. You can save five, ten, sometimes fifteen cents on the dollar just shopping around. And th- those are valuable cents that we're always searching for by handicapping more, trying to find edges here or there. So just having a couple websites will do that by itself. Start saving money today. Add a website to your uh, repertoire uh, with TopNotchOdds.com. When you're signing up at TopNotch. Put in promo code SHARPEDGE. That's going to get you up to a 200% deposit bonus that you can use over and over again with some of the best rollovers in the industry. Online, topnotchodds.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, NBA Friday. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, we are back. Better than ever. So last couple days, guys, we've had a lot of technical issues with the servers, getting these uh, podcasts uploaded. And uh, as you uh, guys have noticed, uh, no show the last couple days. So we are back. Things have been fixed. Everything is good to go from this point moving forward. We've uh, increased our uh, storage and we should get our, uh, our podcasts uploaded every day in plenty of time. So... Uh, and a lot of the podcasts we did this week had picks for that day. So I was just like, you know what? Let's just pick it back up on Friday and move forward from this point. So on today's NBA show, going to go through a couple stories. Well, actually, there's just uh, Joel uh, Embiid uh, declared himself the best player in the world. Uh, do we agree? And we're going to talk about the best players versus the most valuable. And Charles Barkley uh, had a nice rant last night about the Cleveland Cavaliers and uh, John Beeline stepping down as their head coach. So we'll play those comments too, and uh, I will react on Charles Barkley's comments and really what's going on right now with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, Also, one one game for tomorrow. So I will give one pick to wrap the show up for Saturday. Uh, Okay, so let's get into it. Joel Embiid saying last night he is the best player in the world. Came out... uh, and Now, there's been a lot of issues lately with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and the uh, 76ers. Uh, they haven't been playing well. I mean, lately, there's a lot of uh, questions as to if Embiid and Ben Simmons can play together and then Joel Embiid being typical Joel Embiid, uh, you know, kind of wanting the spotlight on him, comes out and says, hey, I'm the best player in the world. So prompted me to revisit some player rankings, let you guys know some of the most valuable players in the NBA and some of the best players because that's a very different conversation when you're talking about those two things. Joel Embiid said he was the best player in the world. Do we think Joel Embiid is the best player in the world? I mean, I don't think it's even close. I don't. I have him right around number eight, maybe nine, potentially ten. I have him arguably top ten. If so, in the bottom of the top ten. Okay, Joel Embiid is not the best player in the NBA, and Joel Embiid is not even close to the most valuable player in the NBA right now. Joel Embiid worth about four, four and a half points. That's not in the top five. The top five players right now, according to my player-by-player individual rankings, number one, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's worth about six points right now. If he's injured and the Bucks are going to be minus eight, that line goes all the way down to minus two. So Giannis is right now the best, uh, or excuse me, the most valuable player. I don't want to misspeak here. Giannis is the most valuable player in the NBA. About six points. Number two, is, I'm sorry everybody, but it's LeBron James, also worth about six points. 
Now, LeBron has a lot of haters out there. He's, uh, you guys say he's old. You say that you know Anthony Davis is the reason they're winning, which Anthony Davis is still very valuable. We'll get to him in a minute. But LeBron James is putting together a career year. I mean, he's playing point forward like we've never seen before. I, it, really, the, the reason LA is doing so well this year, the, the, the Lakers, is because of LeBron James. Anthony Davis has had a great year, supporting cast, great year, but it's because of LeBron. He's the second most valuable player in the league. And I'd say, I mean, if you're looking across the board, him and Giannis, in terms of value and being the best players, they're both in that conversation. LeBron James, worth about six points overall, uh, number two in my, in my uh, value rankings, my uh, players who were the most valuable. All right, number three, and this one is new. He was not on our list last time we did this, but because of how this team has been playing, how this player has been playing, and what he means to his team, Jimmy Butler is the third most valuable player right now in the NBA. The Miami Heat are substantially better with Jimmy Butler on the floor. And he's pretty much, they go as Jimmy Butler goes. He has a great night. Miami typically wins. If he shoots horribly, Miami doesn't fare so well. Now, Miami's having a good year so far. Uh, They're, you know, up there in the conversation with best teams in the East. I don't know how many people are taking him seriously, but Jimmy Butler is the main reason that's happening. Uh, Six points overall. I mean, it's probably more like 5.8, okay, if you want to get down to semantics, but... Or, 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 you know, specifics. But I, I think that Jimmy Butler right now, 5.8, 5.9 points per game. Again, you know, just right there with Giannis and LeBron, third most valuable player in the NBA. Fourth is back to the Lakers. It's Anthony Davis. He's worth about five points to the Lakers. So, yes, if LeBron and AD are out, it's about an 11-point drop, which with the house or with the market kind of adjusting once you get past 9, 10 points, it may just be about 10 points in the market. But still, these two players are absolutely the most... Uh, uh, the highest, most valuable player on one, or players on one team do belong at the LA Clippers. And I know the supporting cast has had a pretty good year. Danny Green has, you know, his numbers are either career or a little bit above. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, I mean, he's actually not having the best season ever. But either way, LeBron and Anthony Davis are making the Lakers go. Uh, LeBron worth six points, AD worth five points, and they're having a great year so far. Uh, Damian Lillard is number five on this list. And similar to Jimmy Butler, he was not on this list earlier uh, a couple weeks ago. He's worth about four and a half points. Now, Damian Lillard is uh, uh, slightly above Joel Embiid, which is the reason we're talking about this, because he said he's one of the best players, and I'm letting you guys know he's not even in the top five for value. But Damian Lillard, four and a half points a game, Portland's not very good without Damian Lillard. Now, they, they, they have a... I mean, can you think about the expectations coming into this year for Portland and what's happened after the start of the year? I mean, they have not had a good year right now. I believe they're currently in the t- uh, ninth or 10th spot fighting for that uh, uh, final eight seed in the, in, in the West. But Damian Lillard is why they are even competitive this year. He's having a great season. Now, what we're going to do is go over the five best players next, and you're going to see a clear difference because those were the five most valuable players. Giannis worth six points, LeBron six points, Jimmy Butler six points, AD five points, Damian Lillard four and a half to five points. The difference between the best players and the most valuable players is the teammates. It's, it's who's around them. I mean, uh, we'll go one through five again for the best players. I think Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA. He's nowhere near my most valuable because the LA Clippers are so equipped to be deep. I mean, they have a very, very good team. The bench is great. The other starters are great. I mean, that's the one thing when you talk about the Lakers and Clippers meeting in the playoffs this year. The Clippers are, I mean, I I don't love the Lakers in a seven-game series. And the Clippers are built for a series like that. They're, they're, They're defensive. They're scrappy. But Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA right now. 
the way he plays both sides. I mean, he's shooting great right now. He's very efficient, but he's not as valuable because of who's around him. But number one, the best player is Kawhi. The second best right now is James Harden. I know uh, you can yell at me on uh, Twitter at Tyler Walgy, but uh, yeah, James Harden, uh, James Harden, my second best player uh, in the NBA. Number three, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was the number one most valuable. I mean. He's pretty much going to be in the NBA MVP conversation for the next five years unless he gets hurt. Uh, fourth best player in the NBA, LeBron. Fifth best player in the NBA, Anthony Davis. So obviously a couple names coming up there more than once, Giannis, LeBron, and AD. But look at the two best players in the NBA, Kawhi and James Harden. I don't have them anywhere near uh, my top five in terms of value in the NBA. And, and I shouldn't say anywhere near because you know they're probably top ten, but still. The value is not there when you're talking about those guys. So Joel Embiid is just loud. As a matter of fact, I mean, I'd rather have the Denver Nuggets center uh, Nikola Jokic over Joel Embiid in uh, on the court. I'd rather have him. I'd have him above Joel in both those categories, both valuable and the best. I mean, Jokic is probably up there right behind Damian Lillard. I mean, he's very, very valuable to the Nuggets. So, no, Joel Embiid is loud, if anything. He's not the best player. You got to be on the court if you're going to be one of the best players in the world, in my opinion. And he's hurt too often. When he is, when he does play, he's not that efficient. I mean, look at his last couple games. He's been shooting horribly, just chucking it from deep like George Costanza. He's a chucker. But, uh, and look, he's good. I'm not saying he's a bum, but... Not the best player in the NBA. All right, let's move on to Charles Barkley's comments about the Cleveland Cavaliers. We'll play it back for you guys right now. This is courtesy of TNT. Last night, uh, uh, Charles Barkley talking about uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They fired, well, fired, uh, quote-unquote, John uh, Beeline stepped down. Of course, he used to be the Michigan head coach at the Cleveland Cavaliers job. Uh, Again, this is TNT's Inside the NBA. uh, Charles Barkley's comments about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Call out. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I thought uh, what they did to uh, Coach Beeline was ridiculous, unprofessional. Uh, I think the veterans on that team were not leaders. And I think the young guys who can't play think they're better than they are. And they tried to get that man fired. They got that man fired. And I, well, he stepped down. Well, he stepped down because he didn't like Ernie. That's called firing. That's fired, Ernie. Uh, that when, 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 white, when white people get fired, they call it parted ways. When black people, we got get fired. Um, <laughs> I just think, I think, uh, I, I'm so disgusted by those players <laughs> trying to get that man fired. Jim Beeline is a hell of a coach, and I think he's a good guy. But for those... That's, that's what we'll play there. <laughs> uh, you got to look Charles Barkley, man. Uh John Beeline is a good coach. He is going to get another good job. This did not tarnish him. But look, I say this all the fucking time. If you're going to take the Cleveland Cavalier job, you got to know the dysfunction that comes with it. If you're going to take the Cleveland Browns job, you got to know the dysfunction that comes with pretty much any Cleveland team. You got to know. It's like going to a, a job where the management's horrible. Everyone says, don't do it. The warning signs are everywhere, but you still take the job. That's kind of on you. So... For everyone wanting to defend John Beeline, and I do too, let's not pretend like we didn't know what he was getting into going and coaching for the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's where all coaches go to die. I believe John Beeline will get another uh, coaching opportunity. Be it in college or the NBA, I don't know, because he didn't have anything to prove in the or he didn't have a chance to prove himself in the NBA. So is another team going to give an older coach a, ch- a chance like that? 
it, it's tough to say. So we'll keep an eye on what's going to happen to him. But I uh, love Charles Barkley's comments there. I completely agree with him. The the vets on that team didn't act like vets. I think Kevin Love should just retire and go open up a pizza shop. I mean, I like the guy, but it's, he's about done in the NBA. His value's plummeting. He's not very good anymore. And yeah, they, they, a bunch of bad players, horrible leadership. As Charles Barkley said, a lot of younger guys who think they're better than they are, which is common everywhere you look these days. But folks, Charles Barkley was right. The Cleveland Cavaliers are being the Cleveland Cavaliers. And look, when, Le- when LeBron went there and le- won a championship, well, obviously the first time and second time, look how much better they were with LeBron, right? I mean, they're so dysfunctional. They're going to be this way for pretty much ever. I apologize to any Cleveland fans out there. All right, so before we get out of here today, guys, again, uh, welcome back to the show. This is the Sharp Angle Podcast. Gone for the last couple of days. Uh, some technical issues, but we are back now on the reg every single day. Uh, just letting you guys know what's coming up this weekend on Saturday. And actually, later on tonight, we're going to have uh, uh, the weekend picks, which is going to be primarily Saturday's games, maybe a couple on Sunday. I'm not too sure if we're going to get some Sunday games in there. But either way, picks for tomorrow's show. And then on Sunday's podcast, we're going to do some power rankings. Uh, every Sunday, we're going to do a different sport and update on the power rankings. And I'll actually post... Uh, kind of a, a matching power rankings on Twitter as well. Follow the show at Sharp Angle Pod. But uh, I don't know what we're going to do this Sunday for power rankings. I believe it's going to be NBA, so it kind of fits with today's show. But uh, we'll get that up on Sunday as well. So Saturday picks. Uh, Sunday is the uh, uh, power ranking show. And then, of course, back to NHL on Monday. My pick for tomorrow. We'll give this one out right now. I'm going to go Houston plus two at the Utah Jazz. Utah on a back-to-back. They actually don't play that well at home on back-to-backs. Utah a much better team on the road for the back-to-back. Now call it small sample size. Call it whatever you will. That, that's just a stat with Utah as of late. But this is a pure numbers play for me. I think Houston should be the favorite. I think they should be around a one, two-point favorite. Utah getting the two points. We'll go across the zero with a couple points of value and take the better team on the road. Houston plus two, minus one ten tomorrow. All right, good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.